What is happening, people? And welcome to this week's episode of the Storytime with Mo podcast. Today, we have an episode with a bit of a difference. So this following part of the podcast is basically going to be the audio cut from a video that I made. So I'm on this quest where I am reading a book a week. I've done about 10 books now, and it has had a huge and profound impact on my life. And I upload a video every single week on RET, realevolutiontraining.com, called a takings video. And basically what I do is I sit down and I just explain the core concepts, the core principles, my favorite quotes, my favorite learnings, my lessons that I've learned from the book, and sit down and explain the, the ins and outs of the book and what impacts it's had on me and what I found out from the book and the main things that really stuck out to me, I explained to you without you having to go and read the entire book. But this week I read a book that is one of my all-time favorite books. It's definitely in the top three, if not my favorite book ever. And that is The Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Burchard, Nine Declarations to Claim Your Personal Power. And in all honesty, it wasn't recommended to me. I just found it on Amazon. I didn't really think at first it was going to be this crazy, massive book because I'd never heard of it. And I read it and it was great. It was absolutely wonderful and I suggest that everyone reads it regardless of whether you listen to this podcast or not. So this is going to be the audio from the takings video that I recorded on RET.com. Sit back, enjoy it and grab the book. Before we start as well, remember the guys, if you enjoy these podcasts, give us a five star rating on iTunes. If you hate them, give us a one star rating. Just uh, give us a rating and don't think that everyone else is going to do it because not everyone else is going to do it. Everyone's going to be sat there and thinking, oh, I know, I'll let someone else do it. But when, when in reality, it's you that needs to take action. It's the individual person that makes a big difference. So if you guys want to give me a rating on iTunes, iTunes or Spotify. I think it's iTunes. You can tell how shit I am at podcasting. Uh, that'd be greatly appreciated. But without further ado, we go straight into the Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Pichard. Sit back, relax. And also, if you enjoy it, drop me a DM on Instagram and let me know what you want to hear next week. Let me know who you want to have on as a guest, what you want me to speak about, and let me know if you enjoy these types of podcasts. So the Motivation Manifesto, nine declarations to claim your personal power. The book starts off by talking about this thing called personal power. And this personal power or personal freedom, as it says in the book, is this, is the, is this core motivation of humankind. The the motivation of me and you, the motivation of humankind is this, is this desire for freedom, this desire to be free, this desire to live life on our own terms, this desire to develop or experiences personal freedom. So if we want to evolve, if you want to grow, if you want to be truly happy, we need to develop this thing called no, this thing known as personal freedom, this personal power, which is basically where we're living life aligned with our core fundamental principles. We're doing what we want to do. We're growing as a person. We're living the way that we think we should be living. We're not constrained to, to doing certain things or molded by society into something that we don't want to be. We have this personal freedom. We have this personal power. And once you have that, you can truly live this like abundant, happy, happy, fulfilled, content life of his clarity. Personal freedom then, when you've got this personal freedom, you're gonna be free from the clutches of society, free from these false emergencies, and you're you're gonna be able to live life on your own terms. In the book it says, we should not fear death, but we should fear the things that take us away from this present moment. So it really pushes on the fact that about taking responsibility for your own feelings, taking responsibility for your own future, the way that you feel about things is up to you. You shouldn't blame things on external factors, and too many people are scared of the future of 
scared of dying when in reality the only thing that really matters is this time right now. All that matters is this current moment in time, this present moment as you're watching this video. How do you feel? What are you worried about? What are you stressing about? All that you should be worrying about is what you shouldn't be worrying about. You should be appreciative of the present moment right now. You should enjoy it. You should take it in and you shouldn't be worried about dying in this time in the future. You should be thinking about this present moment and really taking it for what it is. So the book opens up by talking about human nature and it breaks down to three, three things. Number one is freedom. Number two is fear. And number three is motivation. Freedom is this liberty. So it's where we're, we're free from social, social oppression and self-oppression. We're not being judged by others. We're not feeling molded into a certain way. We're not feeling forced into doing things and uh, developing this freedom or developing this personal freedom, living with this personal freedom that the book is pretty much based on is how we get closer to this happiness and uh, contentness. So ultimately what personal freedom is in this book is it says personal freedom is liberty from the restrictions of social oppression and the tragic self-oppression that is fear. So freedom leads on to fear. Freed from these things, we have the ability to express who we truly are and pursue what we deeply desire without the restrictions set by ourselves or others. So we want this personal freedom in order to be happy and in order to live this meaningful life that everyone wants to live. So personal freedom, our in terms of our goals means living freely by crafting a life on our own terms, being free in the moment from oppressions of past hurts and present anxieties, not being reactive, being lighthearted and spontaneous, courageously speaking our thoughts, feelings and ambitions to those around us, enjoying our free will to pursue abundant happiness, wealth, health, achievement and contributions, freely living, freely loving whom we concern with passionate abandon, standing freely on our own, professing blah, 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 blah. You get the idea. You get the idea of what freedom is and it's basically this part personal freedom, these nine things, these nine declarations to claim this personal power and personal freedom that this book is going to talk about, things that you should be doing to improve your life and ultimately be happy and better. So starts talking about freedom and uh, how we want to get this freedom and leading on from freedom is fear. Fear takes away from freedom and you basically have this choice. Every day we have a choice. We can choose between living by fear or we can choose between living by freedom. Aversion, are we going to avoid things? Are we going to shy away from these things that scare us or are we going to face them and be courageous and actually ascend? We have a choice every single day. And what is fear? All fear really is, is this anticipated pain. It is the anticipated pain. So you imagining something that hasn't actually happened, your mind fabricating something, manifesting this fake thing into your head. It's the anticipated pain from loss or hardship. So basically, you're you're concerned about potential loss or potential hardship that hasn't yet happened. You're worried about missing out on something or you're worried about something difficult or painful happening to you and you fabricate this fear inside your head. You put yourself around your fears. So in order to get over this fear, in order to go get past fear, to stop being this person that's choosing fear over freedom or aversion over a ascension, you deliberately, you've got to be courageous. You deliberately go out into these situations and you face your fears head on. You condition yourself into facing those fears. Every day you do a little, whether it's like me, jumping off cliffs, you know, doing backflips, learning something new, doing something that scares me. I'm conditioning my brain into not avoiding fears, not being a risk averse. I'm facing fears so I can ascend up this hierarchy and ascend and become a better person and improve my life. It's all about it's all about just facing your fears and doing the shit that scares you, like I say every fucking day. Leading on from fear and freedom, we have motivation. The dominant motives of human nature or humankind are these two things, fear and freedom. And we have the ability to choose whether we're gonna live by fear or live by freedom. It's like you pick one or the other with certain situations and certain environments. 
this um, th this th this is the choice that we face every single day. And basically, fear fear comes all around. Fear is based around comfort, doing things that keep you comfortable, keep you feeling safe, staying in your room, not doing these things that scare you, not speaking to that girl, not taking that risk, not investing that money. And fear is basically manifests or fabricates this weakness. So it's gonna make you a weaker person. It's gonna be all about avoiding things, not doing things. You're gonna feel safe. You're gonna feel comfortable, but long term, it is not gonna make you happy, and it's not gonna pay off. Freedom, on the other hand, doing the stuff that scares you, putting, put, investing this fear and being courage, being courageous and doing things that you don't necessarily want to do is going to pay off in the long term. It's going to lead to growth. It's going to lead to happiness. It's going to lead to fulfillment and transcendence. Freedom equals destiny. Freedom takes us towards this destiny. If we live a life by the principle of freedom, we're going to go towards what we really, really want, our true desires, our destiny. If we live our life controlled by fear, not doing things, staying comfortable, not pushing our comfort comfort zones, not pushing our boundaries, not taking risk, it's going to lead to a pathway of demise. So destiny versus demise, the fucking choice is yours. It is a choice and that's what this book is all about. Our reasons for tapping into these motives, tapping into this pathway of freedom or fear come down to motivation and motive basically means a reason for action or a reason for doing something. When we have clear goals, when we have commitment to the to to, to goals that we set ourselves and we have a necessity to do these goals, we feel a need to do them, we have more increased motivation. It's how you get mo how you get motivated. Motivation is a choice. It isn't something that some people have and some people don't. If you don't have motivation, it's because you're, you're making the wrong choices or you haven't made the correct decisions or you haven't considered your future. The book says that enlightenment, this fulfillment, this happiness, this clarity comes when we realize that emotions are a choice. We choose our emotions. We choose the way that we feel about things. It is up to us. Are we self sabotaging? Are we choosing negative emotions? Are we making bad choices for instant gratification? Or, or are we doing the right things where we're choosing doing correct choices, things that might be difficult at first, things that might make us feel uncomfortable. Are we being courageous that are ultimately going to pay off into, into happiness and fulfillment, whatever it is. So the last of human freedoms is basically this concept or idea that the thing that separates us from the animals is our ability to choose our emotions, our ability to our choose our internal state. We are able to we are able to observe how we feel. We're, we're able to think, oh, I don't feel very happy or oh, I feel sad. I feel angry. Why is that? We're able to consider that and we're able to decide how we feel internally. External factors can try and change these things. Let's say someone punches you in the face, you could cry, you could get angry, you don't, but you don't have to do that. That is a choice between this stimulus being punched in the face and the response of you either punching him back or crying. That is your choice to make. And if you can really consider that, this last of human freedoms, if you consider the gap between stimulus and response, you're able to manipulate your emotions and manipulate the way that you feel and get close to this level of enlightenment. So I think, therefore I am. What you think is basically what you become and just realize that you are you are able to control your, your emotions, take responsibility for for the way that you feel, your motivation, the, the, the circumstances that you put yourself in are your fault, you know? You might be, physically you might be, you might have some like really bad disease whatever it is but the way that you feel about it is up to you the way that you feel about it is on you it is your choice and you choose that take responsibility so it's all about I don't feel happy versus I am not using my mind to generate happiness. It's uh, there's a who's a guy that is in a I think I said it in a previous takings video. Someone that's in a concentration camp, begun with Nen N his name. Post it on the Facebook group or message me if you remember it. And basically he came he came up with this idea of the last of human freedoms as he was like getting tortured by Nazis, watching all these people die, and he realised that they can take everything away from me except my mind. They can't control the way that I feel about this. They can try and manipulate it, but I will always have this freedom. I'll always 
always have this power over my own thoughts and my own emotions. So take responsibility. Don't be like, don't say, I don't feel happy. Instead, t say, I am not using my mind to generate happiness or how can I use my mind to generate happiness? Why do I feel this way about something? And that in itself is personal freedom. Motivation comes down to two things, ambition and expectancy. To have an ambition, to have big goals, to have a path, have a direction, have something you're shooting towards, something you're aiming towards, aim towards the fucking stars. And then it's then this expectancy or this belief that you can do it. I can, I will. And ambition and expectancy. So I will and big goals is what results in motivation ultimately. So you want to plan, you want to visualize, you want to execute, you want to write down how you're going to get somewhere in order to achieve this motivation. You're going to want to have like, you want to break it down to smaller steps. Let's say you're trying to get to the top of a 15 foot wall. You're obviously not going to be able to jump to the top of that. But if you build some stairs, if you take the time and put the, put the stairs down and take little steps, you're going to be able to get to the top. And it's the same thing with motivation. Surrounding yourself with people. You're going to want to surround yourself with like-minded people, surround yourself with people that are going to lift you up, are going to take you, are going to bring you higher and put yourself in a positive environment that inspires and invokes motivation. If the people around you aren't motivated, you're not going to be motivated. So choose really brutally who you surround yourself with. Um, your personal freedom is at stake. So your entire psyche, your entire life, your entire future is at stake. And that is due to the people that you're choosing to spend your time around. We are like sponges. We absorb information, we absorb emotion. So really, really consider who you're, who you're choosing, who you're, who you're being influenced by. So onwards and upwards, nine declarations to move towards freedom then. What are the nine things, these nine principles that Brendan has decided are these things that we should follow, these laws that we should live by, these things that we should use to manipulate and, and leverage our life to move towards this personal freedom, this personal power where we can live with more clarity, more happiness, more contentment, and we can make the world a better place and make our own lives better as well, which is ultimately what everyone wants, personal freedom. So number one, the first declaration is, we shall meet life with full presence and power. Everything we want is in this present moment right now. Everything we want is in the now. Let, let's, let's think of a time where you've seen a absolutely beautiful, amazing, stunning stunning sunset, or you, you've done something and you've just been like really immersed in deep work. Maybe you're with your friends, maybe you're, you're out somewhere, you're doing something you absolutely love, and everything is wonderful, everything is great, you have no worries, you don't worry about the past, you don't worry about the future, you're just in that present moment right now and you're feeling utter happiness. This is known as clarity, or this is known as being present, and it's you being present in the moment and what he's basically saying by saying we shall meet life with full presence and power is that everything we want can be achieved right now it's just a matter of how we choose to perceive things are we being grateful how do we see things are we really appreciating this present moment in time are we allowing ourselves to be happy are we taking it in for what it is stop take a minute breathe in deep breath through your nose out through your mouth how fucking sick is this moment right now? You're listening to me. I'm great. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But you're, you're, you're sat down wherever you are. Take it in, really enjoy it for what it is and realize that you control your emotions. You control how you feel about certain things. Don't worry about the past or the future because that's already that hasn't happened or it's already happened. All that matters is this moment right now. Be present to the moment. And when we are present to the moment, we can really experience this true happiness. There's a bit from the book that I wanted to read. 
and it's uh what does it talk about it's talking about being stuck in the past and that's something this is something i've struggled with as well if we're like caught up over something in in the past or this time where we're like oh it's always better in the past this concept known as declinism where we think that the world is in this spiraling downward state and that things are only to get worse or maybe we reminisce over an old memory and we really really live in it and we want to get it back but it's never going to come back because it's an old memory and that's basically not being present that's not good for us and you've got to realize that we're fabricating this false happiness and it's going to ultimately make us be unhappy so in the book it says most people have become addicted to obsessing about their past either wishing for its return or blaming it for frustration in the lives that they live today the cost is that they cannot be spontaneous they are acting from an identity that is but a glorified or terrorized mental reflection so you imagine something to be worse or better than it was in the past and then you're you're living in that be it better or worse or whatever it is and it is dragging down your present life because you choose to hold onto those ties. Spontaneity is the hallmark of a free person and no person stuck thinking about yesterday positively or negatively can be truly liberated in the moment. Some will say but I liked yesterday more than today. I'd rather focus on the glory days and remember who I was than face who I am today. This is the statement of a person who has resigned their personal power. They have become a collection of walking memories rather than a mission-driven human they're living in the past and they are they are not driving towards a bigger game a bigger goal a bigger aim they're not trying to improve their life they are now weak-wheeled and unambitious wasted in a perpetual memory that prevents their real life from progressing so you don't want to live in the past you want to realize that be it negative or positive you can you can appreciate the past you can enjoy it but all that really matters is this present moment right now not the future not the past appreciate the past and fucking enjoy it fucking enjoy it so memories can be celebrated but the but the moment right now is what made us happy. You've got to realize that those memories that we're celebrating, the true, the ultimate happiness that we felt, the things that the thing that we are remembering was that moment when we were present to that moment back then. And we're going back and trying to remember a moment when the moment that made us happy was the presence itself in the moment. Yet we're trying to go back into the past and remember that presence when we can experience that presence right now, if that makes sense. We shall reclaim our gender. We shall reclaim our gender. Being our true selves. So our gender, our true selves, what what is it that we really want who is it that we really are is personal freedom our true self being this being being ourselves not being constrained by society as i said at the start or oppressed by expectations when we when we are our true selves we experience this personal freedom and uh, you got you got you look back and consider consider your days consider your life look into the past look into the recent past although i just said don't do that um you've got to look and look you've got to use it to analyze and improve and think about what you've done did i do something that was meaningful today have i spent the day doing something that I'm, I'm, I love or something that I find meaningful. Am I going to be spending my time? Have I got the, the next weeks, the next months lined up doing things that I look forward to, things that I perceive as being meaningful, things that I love, things that I really believe are making a, making a better positive impact on the world. And if that's not the case, then maybe you should be doing other things. You should really, really take these, take, consider what you want out of life, what you find meaningful and do something meaningful. Do something you care about. You don't have to be incredibly, don't have to be feel like it's your calling or feel like it's it's your purpose. But as long as you feel like you're you're working towards a bigger goal, you're moving forward, you're moving towards something that you have 
that you care about or you think is going to make a difference in the world. That's all that really, really matters. So time is precious. And how did you use your time today? Like, what did you do with your time? Did you waste your time? Did you procrastinate? Did you do things that weren't contributing to this bigger picture, contributing to this bigger thing, contributing to this person that you want to be, want to become? So consider the future. Think about what sort of person do you want to become? And think about what, what I like to do, right, is I like to think right now, this present moment is what I'm doing getting me towards my future self? Is it is it taking me towards the person that I want to be? And if the answer is no, then I should probably stop doing it and start doing something it is because it's not gonna it's not gonna bring me happiness. It's just wasting time and time you're never gonna get back. In the book here it says it's a nice quote and it says did you use the time I gifted you each day to be a purposeful being? Did you follow your own path and make your time count? How faithfully did you tend to the dream I sowed in your soul? And that was someone speaking to the creator or God. And it's basically God saying, did you use your time that has been given to you as this gift appropriately or did you waste it? Did you use it to make lives better or did you did you piss it down, piss it away down the fucking sewer? As God said. <laughs> um, so just really, really consider that. Do meaningful things. Do meaningful things, not meaningless things. Consider if the things that you're doing, the, the way that you're spending your time has a deeper meaning. How do you find your meaning? How do you find its purpose? Write it down. Write down a manifesto. Write down what matters to you. What do you want out of life? What sort of person do you want to become? Really, really consider consider your legacy and what impacts do you want to, do you want to leave in the world and what do you want your life to be about? And then write it down. Write how you can get there. Write these big aims. It doesn't have to be a specific really specific goal it can just be like who you want to be as a person or what do you want to do for people what matters to you the most song called night dawns by polar and bryson just came on and it's absolutely fucking beautiful i suggest you check it out right now it's going straight in the playlist and uh another thing in, the, in this in this in this uh declaration is say no to people. Learn to say no to people. Don't say yes to everyone because by saying yes to people, it's just an excuse to procrastinate and waste more time. And you're, you might be, you might, it doesn't mean don't help people, but really consider if, if helping someone is taking away from your bigger sense of purpose or taking away from these things that you're doing or this, or you forwarding your life, it's ultimately selfish because you're, you're procrastinating and wasting your time and letting people down in the future that you could be helping or letting people down that you, you're going to serve this bigger sense of purpose. So learn to say no, you don't have to help everyone and your time is precious, so treat it as such. Number three, and that is we shall defeat our demons. We, should, we shall defeat our demons. And what does that mean? Basically, it means that our, it's our thoughts. It's not external things that ruin our lives. It's not external things that fuck things up. It is ourselves. It's not our circumstances that sabotage our success. It is our thoughts. It is our emotions. It is our internal self that lets us fuck up and lets us be, lets us get Let's us be sabotaged, if that makes sense. How does, why do you think that million, many millionaires or self-made people aren't afraid of losing their money? They invest everything they have, they, they go bankrupt and they get it back again. It's because they realize that it's not circumstances that are responsible for the success. It is their thoughts and it is their internal self, it is themselves that are responsible for what they have. So you've got to, in order to defeat these demons, you've got to create greatness by mastering your internal world, becoming a, becoming unreactive, becoming the creator of your own destiny and having this realization that circumstances may make things difficult, but they are not the they, they do not determine the outcome of your life. You can rise against it, you can push for it, you can overcome these obstacles, and it break it breaks down this uh, this 
demon or this thing, this internal thing as defiance. Defiance is this demon inside our heads that hold, holds us back. It stops us from doing things. It makes us worry. It makes us weak. It makes us distracted. It makes us feel anxious and not willing to do new things. Defiance is this demon inside that has been conditioned into us by bad influences. People telling us you can't do that. People saying that you should be careful. You shouldn't do that. People projecting the, their own fears and anxiety onto us. We basically absorb it and we form this thing called defiance throughout our lives. So defiance is this demon that grows within and it is negative. It isn't great. It only only holds us back and it has three heads. Three heads. Heads number head. So imagine like this giant demon, this fucking snake creature and it's got three heads. The, the creature's called defiance and each one of these heads is doubt, delay and division and they make up defiance. So doubt is this, this notion of I cannot. I can't do this. I doubt myself. So you can either not do it or you can do it. The way to cut off that head is by saying I can, I will and I will do it. Rising against doubt, ignoring it, pushing through, being courageous and doing it anyway. Number two is delay. Waiting, saying I'll do something till later. Putting things off and that you know it's never going to fucking happen. You just put it off and you can't use excuses why you shouldn't do something. The way to chop off that head is by taking action now. It all comes down to being courageous and doing things that make you feel scared. Addressing this, choosing choosing fear over freedom. What are you going to choose? Are you choose freedom? Are you going to do the things that make you feel uncomfortable? All of this comes down to that simple choice at the start of the book. Are you going to ascend or are you going to be be averse to something? Are you gonna are you gonna live your life with freedom? Or are you gonna live your life with with fear? And number three is division differences. So they're different. They're different from me. Uh, they're they're not the same. You're creating this hatred, this this divide through division versus versus coming from a place of empathy and love. Maybe seeing things from from their point of view. If you if you degree, if you disagree with someone, rather than looking at thinking, oh yeah, they're different and like making us this us versus them mentality. Looking at their their whatever it is their their point of view, their situation from a place of empathy and love. So on page 128, there is a cool quote in this book that I've got written down and it is talking about delay. So it says that knowing we haven't spoken up when we should have, worked when we should have, fought when we should have, loved when we should have, lived when we should have, this is the misery of mankind's, mankind's interaction of delay celebrating a win over our soul. So we've got to take action now and just fucking do shit. Don't think do. Something to live by. Don't think about things. Don't put them off. Just fucking do them. Be courageous. Realize it's going to be scary. It's going to be horrible. Just do it now. Do it now. That's what I need to do. I need to not think and just do shit without thinking. Go running in head first. Number four, we shall advance without abandon. So we will keep moving forwards and we will keep following our beliefs and we will keep following our goals and our true paradigms and principles and the things that we believe in, our manifesto that you've written down, the things that really matter to us. We will keep following those. We'll keep going down that path, keep trying to achieve these things that you want to achieve and we will not abandon. We will not give up. We will push past fucking obstacles. We will not quit. It's the realization that reality is bendable. What you perceive to be to perceived to be possible and impossible is just the is just conditioning it's just the lens through which you view the world and something that might seem impossible to you like backflip is a prime example again or me like me never being able to backflip thinking my body basically mind thinks it's impossible it's only through seeing other people do it that it's finally opened my eyes and realized that it is possible and how many things in life are like that where you think it's impossible you perceive it to be impossible just because you haven't done it yourself but when you see someone else do it you realize that you can do it and think how many things people haven't done or you don't see people doing 
that you perceive as being impossible that are actually impossible. So it's a realization that advancing without abandon is the realization that reality is bendable. You can change things. You can change the impossible to the possible. And you've got to keep pushing forwards and keep overcoming these obstacles and moving towards these goals. You are responsible for your reality. You decide what you want of the world and go and make it happen. You are responsible for your reality. Decide what you want of the world and go make it happen. No clarity, no change, no goals, no growth. You need this clarity, this presence. You need these goals, this direction, this heading to go towards if you want to see growth, if you want to see change. This tattoo book goes on about it. Don't seek permission for things. Don't seek permission beg for forgiveness. So basically, this it wasn't actually because of this book, I got it before, but the book just reinforces it. This whole idea that greatness isn't achieved by playing it safe. Greatness isn't achieved by people being like, worrying about offending or worrying about worrying about what's, what could happen, what, go, what, what could go wrong, worrying about rustling a few feathers. People, victors, people that are absolutely smashing in life, true heroism and courage comes from not, not waiting for permission, not waiting around for approval and validation, just fucking doing things, doing what you want, taking what you want, and then worrying about the consequences afterwards. It's better to beg for forgiveness than it is to wait for permission. Don't wait for permission beg for forgiveness. Like Men and women of history that have made history have, have lived by that notion. And if you're waiting around for people, you're going to live this life of mediocrity. Fucking take what you know is yours and go out and do it. And if it's wrong, then beg for forgiveness. And that is the meaning of my tattoo, if you're wondering. Number five, we should practice joy and gratitude. So a lifetime of conditioning, a lifetime of growing up around miserable people, around growing up, growing up watching these TV shows, seeing this drama, hearing our parents argue, whatever it is, seeing people argue, you means that we have slicked into the state where we don't experience joy like we should and we don't experience gratitude like we should. But the good news is, is that we can reclaim it. The, the last of human freedoms, again, is this ability to choose our emotions, this ability to choose the lens in which we view our life, the lens in which we view situations, view environments, view these things that might happen to us. We can look at the, it's like cup half empty, cup half full mentality again. We have the ability to choose. We can choose the way that we feel and we can choose who we spend our time with. There's a thing called social contagion. And that's basically saying that we're, we're hardwired, our reptilian brain, we're conditioned to have this primal response to fear, to, to fear things that other people fear. Hundreds of years ago, if we saw like members of our tribe running away from something, even if we couldn't see it, let's say we're in a jungle and they're all running past us with this sheer look of terror on our face, we're going to experience fear as well. We're going to start to get an elevated heart rate. Have you ever been in a situation or an environment, maybe there's been a fight, maybe someone's been in a bad accident and everyone's really scared and you you start to get, and even though it's nothing to do with you, you get a bit of an adrenaline, you get an elevated heart rate, you get cold sweats, you get this anxiety. And that is something called social contagion that is conditioned in to us. We are like a sponge. So even in big events, it's more it's it's more obvious. But if you're spending time around people that aren't lifting you up, people that aren't lifting you higher, people that you're not looking at, not, if you take a subjective look at someone's personality and be like, do I want to interact with the world the way that they interact with the world? Do I want to treat people the way that they treat people? Do they inspire me? Do they have traits that I wish to acquire? If the answer to that is no, then fuck them off. Don't spend time around them. You have the choice. Because if you're spending time around those people, you're going to absorb it like a sponge due, due to this thing called social contagion. 
So we shall live our life and practice, we shall live our life practicing joy and gratitude. Children are always happy, or a lot of the time children are happy. Why are children, children happy? They're curious, they have little expectations from things. They live in the present moment, they're, they're interested in things, they, they're, everything's new, everything's novel. So we, we gotta take pleasure in the small things. We've gotta live with this childlike mindset, really enjoy things, appreciate things, step back and look at things for what they are. Don't have loads of expectations from people, don't be expecting that you're entitled to things, and just be curious and really Really find interest in these these small things and the beauty of the world. So, uh, practicing gratitude is mentioned here on page 164. So every morning, what I do is I write down three things that I'm grateful for. I forgot to do it today. I woke up a little bit late. Had a bad day yesterday. Um, like everyone, everyone's everyone's no one's perfect. You know, everyone has good days, bad days. But you've got you. But you can improve improve your days and live a better life by being grateful and practicing joy and gratitude. It's going to improve your life and the life of others. So. Brandon here, Brandon here writes about, so let us be more appreciative and thankful for each day. And he gives us a list of things that we could be grateful for. Let me be thankful for all the light that surrounds me. Let me be thankful for any caregivers who inspire me. Let me be thankful for my lover who overlooks my shortcomings. We, we take all these things for granted, but they're not, they're not, we're not entitled to them. It's a gift that we have these things. Let me be thankful for the women and men who risk their lives to protect my freedoms. Let me be thankful for the blue tint of the sky and the beauty of the natural world. How fucking beauty, beautiful is nature? How beautiful is this song? Falling Apart, Monroe. God, let's go into the playlist as well. Oh, follow me on Spotify if you don't already. At Mo Samuels. Um, let us be thankful for my gifts of free will and violation of... and and volition of endurance. Let me be thankful for my mentors and for the traitors who are instructed me, who ha who also instructed me. So it's just about being appreciative of things, being grateful. Declaration number six, we shall not break integrity. In our darkest hours when we're under the most stress, we do things and we lash out and we break this integrity and we do things that we regret. Like I did it yesterday, like I said. I'm, uh, let me explain a little, bit, like, a little bit about me. I'm by no means some like enlightened, perfect being it doesn't get stressed doesn't get angry doesn't get anxious but i have managed to make my life a whole lot better i'm a lot less angry about things i'm a lot less stressed but when i when i don't speak up when i when i do things when i feel like i'm an imposter or my i let my actions not resonate with my core principles these things that i want to live by the way that i want to become i can get very very frustrated and basically i just like lost my shit yesterday fucking trying to record this video actually end up throwing the book like a little child and i regretted it i let i let everything get too much to me and i and it's like i get this build up of anxiety and anger where I feel like an imposter and the fact that I'm getting angry when I'm preaching about um, being unreactive and stoicism makes me more angry and it's this, it's this law of attraction, this horrible negative thing where I just create this downward spiral for myself. Unfortunately, it happens very, 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 very rarely now. Like it used to happen all the time as a kid, I used to have quite bad anger problems, but like we're only human, everyone has their bad days and all we can do is aim to improve it and become a better person. So we shall not break integrity. You must consider your core principles, who you are and what what is important to you? What really matters to you? Go back to this manifesto that you wrote earlier. Go back to the things that really matter to you and live your life in accordance to that. If you were to die tomorrow, what would people say about you? Think about your future. Think about when you die, what legacy you're going to be leave behind, what your friends are going to say about you, what are your family going to say about you, what would you like them to say about you, and are you living your life in accordance to that? And if you're not, maybe you should do more things that put you on that path so you're going to have this leave behind this legacy and live, live more in accordance to the principles that you truly want to live by. There's six practices 
six practices of integrity from the book. Number one is think before we act. Number two is never commit to anything that we lack passion in. So don't just start saying yes to people for the hell of it because you're too scared to say no. Number two is we will keep our word. We will keep integrity. We will not lie. We will not say we're going to do something and not do it. Number, another one is, I've lost count, always treat other people with respect, tell the truth and always favor action. Always take action. Number seven then is we shall amplify love. Nothing is more beautiful. Nothing is more pure and nothing is more or inspiring than love. It is the most fundamental, the most purest human emotion and true courage, as Brennan says, is giving love. It's not this finite thing that we only have a certain amount to give. Like a lot of people are very selfish and a lot of sparing of it. It's abundant. It's everywhere. And we, if we give love to other people, it's going to be reflected back on ourselves and our own life is going to improve. If we hold in, if, if we hold in resentment, if we've, I've done this in the past, I probably still do it to quite a lot, to some extent. If we hold back love, if we cold, if we're we hold in this resentment if we don't love because we've been hurt in the past. It is our ego. That is our ego holding it in. It's nothing more, nothing less. And the only person that is really damaging is yourself. So to love is an act of courage. It's courage to put your emotions on the line, to put yourself out there, to, to give, 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 give. And it is the highest of, of freedoms. Number eight is inspire greatness. So life is about lifting others up, improving the lives of others, doing something greater than yourself. Think about, am I inspiring those around me? Who am I inspiring? Am I, am I being a role model? Um, Am I inspiring people in my life? Am I helping other people? So it gives you a sense of happiness and a sense of purpose when you're working towards something greater than yourself, when you have this necessity or you create this thing where you think you believe that you're working on something better than yourself, something bigger, something greater, and you're gonna, it, it comes, it goes full circle to motivation. You're gonna feel more motivated if you have developed this necessity because you know that what you're doing is good. It's gonna benefit the world, not just yourself, and you're gonna be more motivated to do it, whatever it is, and you're gonna develop a passion for it, even if you don't necessarily like the immediate task at hand. Greatness is only achieved if we rise above mediocre standards of the world. So we must do, must again, do things that are, aren't the norm, buck the trend, be prepared to take criticism, be prepared that not everyone is going to agree with it. And we can only achieve this greatness when we rise above these mediocre standards. Holding yourself to high standards is essential for greatness. You've got to really, really improve and seek to be, not use mediocrity as an example, not be like, oh, they're doing this, so I should do this too. You've got to really, really go above and beyond if you want to be great because mediocre is average for a reason. Average isn't necessarily bad, but if you want to do something better, if you want to live this extraordinary life, you have to do extraordinary things. Um, there is also a list, nine virtues of greatness, and those nine virtues of greatness are honesty, responsibility, intelligence, excellence, courage, respect for others, vigilance, service, and unity. Final point then, before we wrap up this video, cheers for tuning in, guys, and give me an Instagram DM if you watch these, because I have no idea how many people watch these. I have no idea if one person watches it. I have no, no idea if 9,000 people watch it. So drop me an Instagram DM, or even better, post on a Facebook page, I'll be guaranteed to see that. Number nine is we shall slow down time. And basically, it's this notion that we go through life rushing. We go through life in a hurry, head down, running. And why that might not always be a bad thing in terms of overcoming obstacles, just moving forwards, moving forwards, moving forwards, it doesn't mean that we can't stop. Can't stop for a minute and really appreciate the moment, appreciate what we have, appreciate the beauty of the world, appreciate the people in our lives, and not just rush through things. Take a moment, step back, and slow down time. So you shall slow down time. And what that means is you, you slow down time and it starts with the breath. It starts by being present. Presence is revolved around the breath. Slowing down time is revolved around the breath. breath. Breathe in right and breathe in right now. Breathe in through your nose. Nice and slow and deep. Feel it fill up your lungs, feel your chest expand, feel your body become oxygenated and then breathe out through your mouth nice and slow. 
that feeling right there is presence. That is getting you close to this present moment in time. And to slow, slow down time, you start with the breath. You feel it, you concentrate on it. And in this present moment, you can really step back and appreciate things and practice gratitude and practice clarity and really enjoy the moment for what it is. So by slowing down time, you're being in the moment. And Brennan talks about this thing where you want to take two beats longer for everything. Rather than rushing through, take a few seconds longer, take a couple of, take a little pause, take two, two heartbeats, two beats. Just appreciate things a little bit more. If you're going for a walk rather than rushing home, sit on that bench for two minutes. Take in nature, take in the world, take in the city, take in people, take in the joy, take in the, the, the goodness, the beauty of the, the place around you, whatever it is. So you want to feel this consciousness, you want to feel this presence, and you want to take in the, the beauty of the world, and you want to take two beats, a little, a little bit of extra time to do these things. So whether that's an extra, an extra couple of seconds to her as you go out the door to give your girlfriend or your boyfriend or your spouse a, a kiss, rather than just give them a bye, see you later, take one, one, two seconds longer and give them like a passionate kiss, give them, show them love like you really, really fucking mean it, rather than rushing through to get your morning walk done, sit down for a few minutes and take it in, what, what really is a few minutes off your day? And you're going to be appreciative of things. You're going to be have more clarity. You're going to be present in the moment. And you're going to experience more gratitude. And you're going to be grateful and really, really slow down time. And just more conscious and present and appreciative of what's around you. So that was the Motivation Manifesto by Brendan Bachard. This was an absolute, absolute, I don't know, what, what, what behemoth. To, to explain just because there's so much going on in this book it's absolutely great Motivation Manifesto top three books of all time if not my favourite book ever this and the seven habits of highly effective people to name a few uh, are, are some of my favourite books and guys if you if you haven't read this get on it if, if you want to read books if you haven't started reading books if you like reading books if you've got a book that you want to read next make it this one because it is life changing and this will be staying by my side on the like on the bookshelf and I will make sure to read this one again there anyway, we guys hope you enjoyed that post on the Facebook page let me know what you think and uh, love you to bits peace out thank you